You're listening to a message brought to you by Christian Life Church Ross on Y. To find out more about us, go to www.clch.cc. We are um, in a series about the Holy Spirit. Um, the, f- the first time I spoke, I, t- I mentioned this verse in Revelation, which says, I saw a door standing open in heaven. And the same voice I heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, come up here and I will show you what must happen next. Isn't it funny? I read that lots of times before we did that. (laughs) But this this time I noticed it said, like a trumpet blast. It's not, it's it's just like, come, come on. He's saying, I just want you to come. It's not a quiet thing. It's just desperate for us to come up and, and just see what's going to happen next up into heaven open in heaven that door is and we spoke about uh, how the holy spirit was hovering like a creator bringing life then uh, jp talked about the holy spirit surrounding for purpose and for action and we're going to look this morning at the fruit of the spirit um i can remember when i was little talking about this and it was always lots of different fruits um I used to go to a scripture union holiday camp, for those of you that are quite old, may remember those on the beach, but ours was on Wimbledon Common, and um, we did one all about the Holy Spirit, and I I still sing a song to Andrew (laughs) that we learn about each of the different fruit. But anyway, they were lots of different fruit, and actually, as we have begun to realize over the last um, few years, that it's a fruit that... Um, We don't have an optional extra as to which ones we want to have or not. Um, We can't say that actually I'm quite quite a patient person, so it doesn't matter if I'm not gentle. Uh, I'm quite kind, so it doesn't matter if I'm not so good at self-control. We have to nurture and want and desire all of it. And, And God's heart is for us to to seek after all of it. So Galatians 5, 22 to 23, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Um, we have a horse chestnut tree in our garden. Um, I love it, but it is a bit annoying because <laughs> it produces a lot of fruit, but it only produces conkers, horse chestnuts. It doesn't produce any other type of fruit. It, it, that's it. Our apple tree, when it produces fruit, produces apples, nothing else. We don't have one that produces lemon, apples, and pears. And so as we've got the Holy Spirit in us, that is the fruit he wants to produce. That's what he wants us to seek after. One fruit, don't get to pick and choose. And But the Holy Spirit, the, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, tell us what the Spirit is like. It's not fruit that he hasn't got, it's fruit that he is. So he in us, as he fills us, will produce that fruit but he will do it like that with patience with kindness with gentleness with with goodness 
that's who he is. With patience, thank goodness. He, he, that's who he is. He's only producing in us. He's, he, he can only produce in us what he already is. The conquer country can only produce conquers. It can't produce something else. So the Holy Spirit is producing what he is. And so we need to not be afraid, not get impatient with ourselves because the Holy Spirit isn't getting like that. He is just waiting for our willingness. He is just waiting for our cooperation. He's just saying, come, come to me, come up here and I'll start working in you. He's here now waiting, waiting for our choices, waiting for our reactions. He is also the same power that rose Jesus from the dead. There's an English saying, which some of you may not know, but you can't choose an old dog, new tricks. But the Holy Spirit says, yes, you can. The Holy Spirit says, yes, you can. There is no uh, characteristic in you that is opposite to those that fruit that the Holy Spirit cannot work on. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead is in you. That's what's filling you. That's who's filling you. And so your tendency to snap at people or your tendency to be impatient is not a problem to him. You may have been like it all your life. That's okay. But the Holy Spirit can deal with it. The Holy Spirit can produce fruit, fruit in you that is opposite to that. And that can nullify that drive in your life. That's who the Holy Spirit is. We don't need to say, well, it's just who I am. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. The, the other thing I was thinking that is the spirit is a spirit of freedom. Therefore, the production of this fruit in your life will bring freedom. It, it will bring freedom. You being patient and good and kind and faithful and gentle will bring freedom because he's a spirit of freedom. It, it, he can't do the opposite to what he is. So nurturing that fruit in our lives, being like that, will in some way bring freedom. I am I am getting on a little bit, and I, I always remember um, Enniskillen. Do you remember there was a bomb in Enniskillen? And... Uh, there was a man on there whose daughter died in the rubble, Gordon Wilson. And he um, sorry, he had the fruit of the Spirit evident in his life as he spoke on the telly and as he reacted to what had happened. He is The fruit of the Spirit was evident. He said, I bear no ill will. I bear, bear no grudge. And he was, went on to say, forgave the IRA, and he was in opposition to any loyalist revenge. And in Wikipedia, which is a, an, you know, ordinary sort of thing that's not Christian or anything, he says that, that those words had the greatest impact against the peace process of anything. His reaction to his, because he had the Holy Spirit with him, I, I don't know how I did that. I, 
but it's one of those memories, you know, when you just remember something. I just was so touched by his his forgiveness of, of those people and just the evidence of the spirit in his life. And I just, you know, I was reminded of that as I was getting ready. And I think, you know, that we've got to hunger after that fruit continually growing, that that is evident. It became evident to everybody that saw that, of the, that he was saved, that God was working in him, that he had that fruit growing. And that is, that's what we need to hunger after. Jesus, it says in, I'm sure you, John 15, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. Remain in me and I will remain in you. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. So it's not just a little bit, it's much. Um, before somebody hacked our apple tree down, well, hacked it to um, it began to produce more fruit. One year it was two apples, and then the next year we had seven, and then we had loads of fruits. It just kept producing more and more and more fruit. And, um, you know, that's, that's a promise. That is, and we know God can't break his promises. So if you remain in him, you can bear much fruit. That will change the world. People will notice. It's important business. It's not an optional thing. There's no downplaying or, or, or you know, underestimating this. It's not an optional extra. You know, as we're learning about the things of the spirit and, and all the other things, the gifts and things, they are great, but we, we can't miss this bit out. We cannot miss this bit out. You know, pruning, the enemy will just get us to focus when we hear pruning on the pain. Right? The enemy is so good at, at just lying and of distracting us and presenting things wrongly. And he will get us to focus on the pain. But the Heavenly Father, who is going to do the pruning and who is the gardener, is faithful. He is kind. He is gentle. He is loving. So we have to f focus on who is doing the pruning, not on the pruning. We have to focus on the fact that this pruning will result in fruit, which will bring freedom. We have to focus on the fact that this fruit, the pruning, will bring fruit that will enable us to be free from things that have bound us up for years. So the pruning is a process, but Heavenly Father is the one who is pruning. We you know, the enemy will focus on pruning, 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 pain, pain, pain. You're going to have to let go. You're going to have to put something down. You're going to do that. Whereas we need to just look and think, Heavenly Father, you know, thank you that you are choosing me to prune and we're going to get I'm going to be able to step into more review because of that he the holy you know the father is about um enabling us he is in about positioning us for for bearing much fruit he's not about destroying who we are or making us feel rubbish 
or thinking, I'm doing that again. That's not the Father. He's about bringing us in to more. Um, as I say, I, <laughs> I did say somebody, Andrew pruned my apple tree. It, it is my apple tree. I got it from Mother's Day. And um, he slightly over pruned it. Every branch cut off. He also did it at the wrong time when it had also already started grow, growing a couple of times. So it. <laughs> I was just, and, and I was just thinking how, how God. Um, it, is not like that. Um, <laughs> he knows how much to prune exactly. Um, he knows how much to prune to produce fruit. He won't over prune and therefore destroy us and therefore destroy our chance of bearing fruit. He will pr prune the right amount and that will enable fruit to be produced because that's who he is. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Sorry. I, we, when I was, my dad was a minister, and when we were little, we used to really kill him because he used to always use us as examples, so I'm trying not to use my children too much. Um, so I'll, I'll go for Andrew instead. <laughs> and so that, also that fruit um, comes out of... Uh, interaction between different things so we god isn't saying the holy spirit isn't saying you've got to be patient you've got to be good you've got to be self-controlled he's not standing over us condemning us he may be convicting us but he is not condemning us and we need to be in relationship and realize how essential he is to the process. Um, it, it, we just can't do it without him. It's that interaction. I'll skip two pages. And the evidence will be seen in who we are and what we are and how we interact with each other. I've lost my place now. Um, so... Because it's important, isn't it, that the Bible says, um, by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Your love for another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. This um, fruit is actually not going to be produced on me on my own here. It's going to be produced with me here. It's going to be produced with me here. It's going to be produced with me here. It's going to be produced with you there. It's not something that we can just think, I'm going to be patient. It is going to be a process in our church. If we commit to fruit growing, you will have opportunity to be patient. You will have opportunity to be kind. You will have opportunity to be gentle. That will make us different. That will prove to the world Jesus is there waiting for him, that he can change. If we are patient when the world wouldn't be, if we are kind when the world wouldn't be, if we love when the world wouldn't be, this will let the world know that we're his disciples and there's something attractive about who and who he is. I had to bring my kids' Bibles. It's got bigger print. 
Uh, 1 Corinthians 13 says, If I could speak all the languages on earth of angels but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging single. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, then I would be nothing. If I gave everything I had to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't have love, I would have gained nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And that's often read at weddings, isn't it? And I think it actually, um, that happening can make us forget that actually it wasn't about a wedding. It was about the church and the need of the church. And so the fruit, if you look at it, um, it does not demand its own way. If you are patient and kind and good, you're not going to demand your own way. If you are um, gentle and you're, you're not going to be rude, if you are, you know, it, the fruit is the working out of, of this love. And so we, we need to be nurturing this fruit in our life. We need to be saying, Holy Spirit, fill me again, fill me again, let this fruit grow. The fruit um, facilitates that love. We don't want to be, as a church, a clanging symbol. We don't want to be a noise. We want to be a place where the love of God is evident. That's what's going to change, Ross. That's what we want to do. So we need to be nurturing this fruit in our lives. We need to be partnering with the Holy Spirit and saying, yeah, here I am. Fill me. Fill me. So how, how are we going to grow this? Um, right at the beginning in John, it says, remain in him. Essential. Let's remain in the truth of our salvation, of the grace and the mercy of Christ, of his resurrection, just enabling us to have confidence to come into the Father. Um, we've talked before about being filled with the Holy Spirit, be being filled, be ever be, be, but ever be filled, keep on being filled. You know, day by day, moment by moment, Holy Spirit, just fill me because that, that's the way the fruit is going to grow. Um, Psalm 1, 2 to 3 said, But they delight in the law of the law, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Mull over the word, sing it, declare it, whisper it. Read it. Say it through tears pouring down your face when you're at your lowest. But meditate on it day and night. There's no time where the word isn't just the right thing to say. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds, speaking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. 
You know, some Jews um, put, I can't remember what the little box on the doorway is called, but anyway, they've got, and they, they touch it before they go out and they um, have it bound, some of them, on their arm, parts of the Torah, to, so that it's there the whole time. And, you know, they might not be quite getting the point, but their intention of staying true to the word is one we can learn from. In Psalm 92, it says, The righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They still yield fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap and very green. Planted in the house of the Lord. In many ways, there's no point growing fruit there's no point having the fruit of the Holy Spirit if you're not going to interact with anybody. You know, if the Holy Spirit grows patience in you or kindness in you, but you never interact with anyone, there's not a lot of point to it, is there? So we are going to learn here about the Holy Spirit and his fruit being produced in our lives. And, it, you know... The bees are essential to the pollination of the trees and the flowers and the fruit comes. We have a part to play in each other's developing of this fruit. So we have to come um, we have to come gently to each other. We have to come willing not to take offense. We need to come knowing that the Holy Spirit's work within us is more important than our our importance together as we learn and we mature and this fruit grows and we bear much fruit we will demonstrate we will show the world the love of God people in the world are hungry for what the Holy Spirit wants to grow in us that fruit he wants to grow in us they are desperate for love they are desperate for peace they are desperate for someone to be kind. They are desperate for someone to be faithful and stick to their words. They are desperate. And as, as God brings those people here, we will need to show that to them. We need to be working at praying, Holy Spirit, just grow your fruit in me. And, you know, we want to see evidence of in me, of my changing nature. I don't want to be the same next week as I am today. I want something to have grown. You know, when I started getting this ready, I thought, well, I'm, you know, I'm a bit rubbish at that bit, but, you know, I'm okay. And then the more I've gone on, the more I'm thinking, oh, Holy Spirit, I, I just need you. I just need you so much. I just need you to come and grow in me. I need to go from, I need to be made holy. I need to go from one degree of glory to another. But I've begun to see how exciting that is and how amazing that is that God's going to work that in me. And the stuff that I may have been doing for 59 years or whatever it is, I don't have to keep doing. I don't have to keep doing it. The Holy Spirit can change us. And it does say in there, doesn't it, they will still yield fruit in old age. I don't some people consider themselves old, some wouldn't. But the promise is that God hasn't stopped working in you yet. God has not stopped wanting to work in you to produce fruit 
that the world needs to see. It doesn't matter how old you are. They still yield fruit in old age. So there is still, in the world, they still need to see God at work in you and the Holy Spirit producing fruit in us. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that we are the opposite of what the sinful nature's desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drink, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And actually, if you nurture the fruit of the Spirit, and if you allow the Holy Spirit to grow in you, that will become what drives you not the anger. If you are kind and that kindness in you grows and matures and gets bigger and bigger and more a part of you, it's much harder to have outbursts of anger. If you, you know, if you love and you want to love more, then your selfish ambition is going to get weaker whilst your love for God and your love for others will increase. And it needs to be the fruit of the Spirit that drives us. The enemy will immediately, with some people here, and over the next, focus on the first part of that chat, that bit I read out. He will be focusing now or tomorrow on the impurities or the hostilities or the quarreling or the jealousy or the selfish ambition. That's what he does. The Holy Spirit will be saying, yes, you need to get those. Yes, they need to be pruned. But actually, with me, with me, fruit can grow. With me, I can make you kind. With me, faithfulness becomes bigger in you. With me, patience can become something that you're known by which you've never been known by before so whilst we need to get rid of the things that are wrong and God and father will prune them and in his nature he doesn't necessarily he does it in his time and in his order holy spirit wants us to focus on reaching for his fruit he wants us to um, focus on what's right and f- accept that with him, 
its potential, its possibility, it can be reality. And with him, because he is patient, you, you don't have to do it all today. But you, we need to commit to nurturing that within us and it being produced in our lives. If, as you grow more fruit, the sins of our own nature will be replaced. It is difficult to love and, be, and have patience and to quarrel all the time. So we need to develop the relationship with our Holy Spirit. He is the helper. So another one of his characteristics. Is that, I mean, it's just amazing, isn't it? Isn't it amazing that not only does God say you need to do that in your lives, not only does he say, you know, me and you will produce this, but I'm going to help you do it. It's just incredible. He is so amazing. It's so good that he says, I am the helper, and I will help you grow this fruit. I will help you be patient. I will help you love. I will help you be kind. I will help you to be gentle. He is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. But the Holy Spirit is looking for us to grow He's waiting to be asked to help. He's waiting for us to partner with him. He's waiting for our cooperation. But he's wanting to say, yes, you've got fruit in your life, but I want you to have more. Yes, you're patient, but let's be even more patient. Let's love more. Let's react better. Let's learn to do this more and more. Let's go deeper than before. Let's me see more fruit in his spirit changing my spirit. The enemy will lie about the impossibility of your changing and growing. The Holy Spirit will say, partner with me. Come up here. See what an open heaven can, happen, can mean in your life. What can happen because I'm your helper. The enemy will say, you'll be walked over. You'll be seen as weak. The Holy Spirit will say, actually, you'll be free. The animal will say you will be nothing, always thinking of others. You'll be overlooked. But the Holy Spirit will say, I'm going to raise you up. You know, the world is hungry for what the Holy Spirit wants to do in us. The world is hungry for what the Holy Spirit wants to grow in us. We know his ways are not ours, but his ways are higher. It's about the spirit of freedom. It's about him being our helper. Now, thanks be to God, he has made us his captives and continues to lead us in Christ's triumphal possession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. The more fruit we grow, the sweeter we'll become. The nicer your smell. It, it's just, but you know, isn't God amazing? Isn't he just fantastic? That even if you've been a Christian or gone to church all your life, you're still saying, yeah, I'll come. I'll help you. I'll do it with you. I haven't, there's no limit to how many times the Holy Spirit will help us. There's no limit to how many times he will fill us. He won't run out. He won't stop helping. He won't get fed up of filling us and, and us needing him, his help again. 
it's not in his nature. And so we just need to commit to just saying, God, I want to go on this journey with you. Holy Spirit, I want you to film afresh today. And I want you to film me afresh tomorrow. And I want you to film me afresh next week. And I want you to film me afresh next month. And I want to keep seeing that, that fruit grow and grow and grow. We, we're going to talk about the gifts later. We're going to see, we want to see prophecy. We want to see God bring words of knowledge. We want to see that. But we don't want to be a clanging symbol and for people not to notice the fullness of what he brings through those gifts because we are clanging symbols. And so we have to commit as a church together to go on this journey of bearing fruit. And we are going to need, <laughs> I, I'm bit, but we are going to learn it here. And as more people come in, we're going to have more and more opportunity for that fruit to grow. But it's to bring freedom. It's to bring hope. It's to bring us freedom. But we don't have to be wound up in the world's way of thinking, I need this, I need to achieve this, I need to be this. We can just be patient. We can be self-controlled. We can be good. The Holy Spirit connects us and convicts us, then the Father prunes us to lead us into freedom. The enemy comes and condemns to destroy. The Holy Spirit convicts to lead us on into more freedom, to more knowledge of the truth of Christ, and to give us more um, insight into the Father heart of God for us. Let's just pray. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you come. Come again. Come again. We don't want to talk about things. We want to for them to become real. We just want you to come now. Just think that there's someone here who, who is um, the enemy is lying to and who um, just says, but I've done this all before. And you may have done. But Holy Spirit's just waiting to say, come on with me, cooperate with me. Let's go on this journey together. Exciting to have you in us. Thank you, it's so amazing to be filled by the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we don't have to be afraid that we're somehow going to be less than we were. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are taking us into more. We just want to honor you, Father. We just want to love you. We want to serve you. We want to serve this town. And Father, help us to put down our own standing and just to allow your fruit to grow in us. We just thank you.
Stone you. Amen. Amen. Um, I think it would be good if actually if we all stand, can we stand together? But this is a journey that we're on together, not in as individuals with our relationship with the Lord and the Holy Spirit, but, but we're on it together. And as part of that, there is a commitment to one another. I feel just the Lord saying, look, I've placed an open door before you. Come, come, on, come to me, come to me. I just felt very much when, when Karis was speaking there that there, there is somebody or there's many of us that have our hand in the cookie jar that we're grasping at so much that we just can't get the cookies out of the jar. And I just think the Lord says, just let go. Come to me. I will give you everything that you need. Everything that you want is within me. I can provide all your needs. I can fill all of your emotions. I can heal all the hurts. I can heal everything that you feel is has been against you. But come to me and I will give you rest. Because my yoke is easy and my burden is light because it's freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And Lord, we just want to be a church. We want to be a people that walk into freedom and respond to the beckon of your voice. And it's you. He's beckoning to you. Doesn't matter how old we are, doesn't matter how young we are, what we think we bring to the table. There are two things in life that are important. Love God. Love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would show us how to love. That we would be love as you are. That we would see the worth as you see it, of each person, the worth of each individual. That your metrics, that your measure of what is good is so much different than ours. But it says that we, as your people, partake. It says that we share and we know your divine nature and we're full of your spirit. And so we say again, just come. Fill us afresh. Fill us anew. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us.
Can we sing that song? Does everyone know that? Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Lord, I thank you that we've never missed the boat, that you're always there, that your patience, that your kindness, that your goodness, that your gentleness never changes, and it is always facing us, and it's always reaching out to us, and you're always sharing that with us. Oh, Lord, I thank you for that. I say that thing, don't we? If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. If you have a pulse, God hasn't finished with us yet. Oh, Lord, I thank you that the future is bright. The future is good. The future is amazing because you've gone ahead of us. You've prepared a way. And all you say is, come. Come with me. Come with me. It's going to be amazing. Amen. Amen. Good. It's great to be on a journey. Come on.